Hi, everybody. Um, welcome to episode eight of the Stewing It podcast. I am the host, Stu Greenberg, and then we have Mike P as um, a guest, and obviously the great Mike and Ming from Comic Book Men. Um, today, um, we're going to talk about uh, streaming um, opportunities, about shows that we've been watching via the stream. And um, I think that, you know, uh, due to the COVID situation, everybody has been watching a lot of TV. Um, I have a list that I shared with you guys before the episode tonight, but there was a late breaking um, um, wonderful show that I just saw today when I was exercising. Uh, sorry, KP Burke, I, I do watch other shows uh, aside from American Loser when I'm exercising, but it's that fun. is... If you yell uh, loud enough, he might be able to hear you. He's in the next room. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, that's, that's good to know. Maybe he could be our special guest on this. I'm stewing it. But in any case, um, the show I'm referring to is um, from TESD Patreon, and it's um, Tales from Behind the Fake Counter. Uh, did I get that right? You got yeah. it right. Great and, job. Uh, and, and basically, um, you know, um, uh, Walt and um, uh, Brian and uh, Q and um, you guys participate in the Tell Em Steve Dave Patreon and the newest um, uh, magnificent offering uh, by uh, our, you know, our friend Chuck is uh, this uh, new uh, docuseries about the making of comic book men. And it also has, I believe, um, uh, his the gentleman's name is Brian, who was the producer of the Brian, show. Yes. Yeah. Can you? I, I I watched it as I said when I was exercising. I found it to be fascinating. Can you guys tell me how that came about? Yeah, Walt wanted to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, this is something that I I I mean, we we had a we had a comic book man kind of recap podcast, but. Walt and Brian didn't want to be on it, so me and Mike kind of uh, we we uh, we try to hit almost every episode. I think yeah. there were some pretty big gaps in there. Um, from what I heard, I think Walt got inspired by the Office Ladies podcast. The uh, the yeah, Office. How, how weird is that? I I think it's great. No, um, no, but how weird is it's it? A little weird. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a touch. It, uh, but hey, God bless Walt for you know having the idea. And we when we were driving down to New Orleans. This this was in the back of Walt's head. He's like, could we do could we carry on the comic book men banner in in some form? And he's like the the suburban urban explorers. Sue, suburban urban explorers. It should have been urban suburban explorers, in my opinion. But U.S.E. U.S.E. That would have been good. Yeah. Use instead of U.S.A. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, instead of S.U.E. Sue instead of you know, say it's the Sue. But. Uh, so we were doing some stuff for for the Patreon channel when we were driving down there because essentially we drove for 12 hours. Actually, sometimes 16. I think we did 16 hours one day. It was a lot of hours. Yeah, a lot of hours. So um, and we we had a lot of audio content and then we did some video stuff. It was actually pretty funny. Well, um, for the people who may not understand, and I, I think that's probably uh, a small percentage of the viewership, but basically Kevin was filming uh, his latest movie in New Orleans and you all as his friends and, you know, comic book men were going to participate and Walt uh, doesn't like to fly. So in order, to participate, 
in the shoot, you guys had to actually drive all the way down there. Um, well, which, uh, I'll, I'll let you in on a little secret of that, Stu, a little behind the the um, the fake the corner <laughs> behind. No, behind the real curtain. Uh, Brian. Uh, Brian Johnson was going to drive down with Walt regardless. And we were Ming and I were supposed to fly down. OK. And um, he, we, we were tricked to do. <laughs> he we tried tricked. to trick us, but I was like, I'll drive anyway. Because if Walt and, and Brian are driving, someone's going to get into an accident. Yeah. So. Yeah, he, he was basically like, hey, Kevin says you guys have to drive down too. Yeah. Uh, they're not springing for, for, for flights. We're like, really? That's weird. Uh, yeah, that is a little odd. I know it's a low-budget production, but no flights? I'm like, all right, yeah, that, that could be fun. And, and later on, we find out we did have the option to fly. Yeah, we had the option to fly. He's like, well, I, I kind of lied to you guys. I'm like, well, you don't have to fucking lie. I mean, what's wrong with that part of me, Stu? You don't have to freaking lie. What the hell's wrong with you? Just ask us, and we would have done it anyway. I thought it sounded like like uh, a hell of a time, and we had a great time. Yeah. Well, um, it, it seemed that way to me, and I think that you guys tried to get into a um, a sanitarium, a closed sanitarium in Virginia. Was that the case? Yes, very much so. It was right outside of. Uh, um, um, where is it? Trichtenberg, wasn't it? One of, the, one of the yes, I forget which it was, but we ended up going there, and we could have like gone in. <laughs> there was, and these guys are like, no, there, there are cameras in there. Oh my god, we're gonna get caught. And I'm like, there are, there's nobody watching this freaking camera. Right. So why didn't you go in then? I didn't. Uh, I, I didn't want to be the only one to go in. Why Besides, not? it was more fun to to try and trick you to go in. You should have gone in. I have to tell you, uh, in one, this is a very weird circumstance. I mean, I went to Virginia Tech for grad school, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and uh, that's in Blacksburg, Virginia, which is right next to Christiansburg. In fact, um, um, the departmental secretary, um, a lovely woman, Gail, who's unfortunately passed away, she lived in Christiansburg. So I, I was over Gail's house a bunch of times. So I was in that area. Ooh. And what's, what's even stranger, th- this is going to really bend your minds, is that there was a student associated with the grad program at Virginia Tech who unfortunately ha- had problems. And at one point in time, that student was actually a patient in that facility that is now shut down. Wow. So. When I was when I was listening to the podcast, I was like, "Wow, I mean, that's really weird." So you know, so you have it's a strange how the things work out that way. Cool. Well, we we then I should have gone in. Did, was he missing anything? He left something behind. It's like, hey, listen, if you go in there, can you grab my T-shirt? I left it there. It's my favorite. Well, my I was still that. in the bathroom. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, uh, like I said, I'm I'm looking forward to more of these uh, making of uh, comic book man episodes. I think that you know eventually um, we'll get to the point where where you'll discuss uh, the ESP episode I was on, and then the Halloween episode that both Mike and I were on. I I don't know if I'm looking forward to it with anticipation or dread, but I you know I it should be very interesting to hear a little bit of both. No yeah, more, more dread than anything else, dude. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna well, get I, I, notes. I 
my goal uh, of this whole exercise is to figure out whether or not Walt Flanagan actually has an ESP because you know, for those people who didn't watch the episode, and I, I can't understand why, because I've been talking about it for years now. Um, we played the Kreskin ESP game I brought in, and Walt had amazing powers. Uh, Ming was uh, projecting his thoughts at Walt, and, and and Walt got it right. It was amazing. So I, I hope he read my mind, Stu. Yeah, I, I hope to hear more about that in, in your making of a. Uh, docu-series did he read his mind or did ming project it into his mind that's a good point i don't think walt wants ming anywhere in in his mind No, i don't think so either yeah there's no chance no no he would forcibly remove him probably yeah so uh, all right um now that we've we've talked about the first topic i i'd like to uh discuss uh some of uh the streaming shows that uh, we've been watching. And um, uh, one of the benefit of having uh, you, uh, Mike Zapsik here, is uh, your comic book uh, knowledge, you know, being, uh-huh. an, being an expert in the field. There's a lot of these that are based on um, comic books. Um, like, for example, one show that I've been watching on HBO Max, because, yes, I, of course, need another streaming service, is the Doom Patrol. Have any of you guys watched the Doom Patrol? I have. I absolutely think it is fantastic. It is so weird and out there, and it captures the Grant Morrison uh, run so well that, and it's perfectly cast. Yeah, Brendan Fraser is back. Everybody, you know, I I don't know where he went. Yeah, he's back. I I don't know. I did. He's not a Scientologist or anything, is he? I don't believe so. No. All right, good. I think yeah, it just he had some weight problems, problems, though. Did he have some weight problems? He, he looked fantastic, though, as Robot Man. So, as Cliff Steele, Robot Man, he was and is in this show pitch perfect. And I think that Timothy Dalton is criminally underutilized in everything. He he makes a perfect Niles Calder. So, um. Mike, do you feel that uh, uh, it represents the uh, original comic storylines pretty well? Or does it deviate much? or, or the are- Morrison stuff, yes. And it does deviate because Morrison was so out there with all of his his writing was just insane. I mean, literally just Oops. you couldn't follow it. That's how insane it was. And people are like, this is brilliant. Part of my problem with Grant Morrison is that he – doesn't depend on you, but depend on on the reader to figure out what he's trying to say. He just says what he's going to say, and is like, and if you don't get it, go screw yourself. And it's like, I I I'm not a big fan of that. You know, I, I want I want a little bit of steak with my sizzle. Well, I'm I'm sorry, I had a little bit of internet connectivity, so I didn't get uh, the all of your your review, but I got the gist of it. So I, I, I personally am enjoying it uh, quite a bit. I, I, I like that it's very, very out there, but I've done some research in it. And, you know, when new characters pop into the storyline, I go onto the web and, and, and learn about them. And it seems that they have some pretty esoteric characters that have been introduced in season two. So I, I look forward to continuing to watch it. Yeah, very good. 
Yeah, well done, Doom Patrol. Right, yeah. Well, what what uh, we give two thumbs up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Root robot thumbs up. Sure, Root robot thumbs up. You know, the nice thing is, I just I when you gave me that list, I went and started like Doom Patrol. I didn't know what it was, and I went and checked, and I'm like, oh, it's on HBO Max. We don't have that. And then I mentioned it to my wife, and my wife was like, oh yeah, we've had it for months. Yeah. Like, well, how do I not know this? And she's like, it was in the bill. They sent us the bill, and they said you now have HBO Max. Congratulations, Mike. You've won the HBO lottery. You no. haven't, and you have a secret family too. Congratulations. Great. You can watch Deadwood now. Yeah. You can watch. Uh... Yeah, Deadwood. You, that's all you ever have to watch now is Deadwood. You got yeah. Empire. You got so much. You get your a whole new world has just opened up to you. Right? I, I can't believe it. I mean, I started looking at it before and I was like, I can't, it had Bugs Bunny cartoons on it. Oh, yeah. Are they doing the new Bugs Bunny? Is that out yet? Yeah, they're, they're supposedly, and then I went and looked it up, and everyone's complaining about it already because they have, you know, taking guns out of the hands of Yosemite Sam, and yeah, that's stupid. But did I mean are they showing the old ones as well, and they're they're digitally taking the guns out? I, I don't know about that. I just uh, like I said, this has just happened like in the last twenty-seven minutes. Uh, well, well, Mike, I would suggest you look at Doom Patrol because it's, it's very enjoyable. Wrote it or already wrote it down here. It's okay, great. So um, the next one on um, uh, HBO um, Max that I watched the I think only the first episode is out is uh, Adventure Time: Distant Lands. Are any of you uh, Adventure Time uh, fans? Is that uh, Finn and Jake? Yes. Then I am. Yes. If I knew so, the characters, I they I, they um they have a new episode that they have like the further adventures and um my friend Jonathan was instrumental in getting me uh, introduced to Adventure Time and we both watched it. He he lives in Philadelphia and um we're both we're not crazy about it. I mean it's nice to see um, the stories being told again, but these are more. I think these are going to be like an, a, a focus on each individual character. But, you know, I, I I enjoyed the first episode. I wasn't thrilled by it. But for true Adventure Time fans, I would recommend it. So. Awesome. I, um, how many are they making? Do you know? I don't, Ming. I'm not sure. And, and they've gone from like the 12-minute format to an hour format. So, wow. you know, it, it's a little Big different for yeah. adventure time. That's a long time for adventure time. Well, and while we're talking about it, I, I'll mention that there was a show that came out called Midnight Gospel by the people who created Adventure Time. I, I did not care for it. it. It's very trippy and very weird. And I, I, I admire their creative uh, ideas. But I just didn't care for that show too much. That's, that's a nice way of saying that you hate their guts. <laughs> I, I I appreciate their talent and the, the time that they took to make it. But damn it, make stuff that I like. <laughs> it's Ben yeah. Ward, if I'm not mistaken. He's the one who created Adventure Time. Right. And uh, I think uh, Justin Roiland does a voice in Adventure Time. He's uh, Lemon Grabber. Or what's his name? Is that Lemon Lemon Grabber? Is that is that that one of the characters, Lemon Lemonhead? <laughs> somebody, somebody chime yeah, in. Yeah, somebody chime tell, in. Tell Mike how wrong he tell is. Mike. No, but it's um, um yeah. there is there is a Lemon character who has a very grating uh, 
high like, safety points. So. The Duke, yeah, that's that's yeah. Justin Roiland. Really? So. <laughs> high pitch grading. Rick and Morty's <laughs> Justin yes. Roiland, everybody. Yes, everybody. And make sure that everybody knows that Stu said that that was uh, high pitched and grading. Send all, send all complaints to me at Facebook. I, yeah. There you go. Perfect. There yeah. you go. We'll so, get up to 10,000 no time, Stu. Well, <clears throat> all right. Well, then, then you know, I'll be a, a you know, a, a social media star. So the, the next show I'd like to talk about, and this is a show that actually uh, my daughter and I really enjoy, and that's Stargirl. Um, are you familiar with this show now? Are you talking to me, Stu? They're uh, talking to me. All three of you. Well, Mike just found out seven minutes ago that he's got HBO Max. So. Well, actually, um, Star, Star Girl was on um, the DC Universe app and then showing on CW. Right. And now is going to be exclusively on CW. So uh, have uh, any of you three watched Star Girl? I've seen the first one, and I think she um, – she is pitch perfect. Her name is Bree. Um, damn it. Um, Keep talking. I'll young lady is Bree something. And she's she's pitch perfect, the star girl. And this is this is a labor of love of Jeff Johns. I don't know how much of the backstory you know, Stu, but when um, um, Jeff Johns was uh, first getting into comic books he pitched this to dc he wanted to bring a new star spangled kid to um to dc what they tell him it was uh, no they, they were like oh, they were, well uh, richard donner you, you you work for richard donner okay cool and so he did and it was critically acclaimed it unfortunately didn't you know it, it almost never hit the top 10 lists but it was really really well done and he based Courtney Whitmore, the character who becomes Stargirl. She was the Star Spangled Kid. Um, after his sister, who was tragically killed in um, the Pan, uh, not the Pan, it was it the Pan Am, American Airlines, one of the, the terrorist uh, bombings. The terrorist bombing. Yeah, I think yeah, the, the Scottish one. And oh, Locker, yeah. Locker be one. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, this this has been a labor of love love of his, and he got to to let his sister live in comic book form. But I mean, what is more impressive than that? Number one and number two, she is such a cool character. She started out being this. Her mother married this guy who she thinks is a huge loser. He's a mechanic. Um, he's kind of got like this sketchy past, and his name is uh, Pat Dugan. He was the sidekick to the original star spangled kid who would eventually become Skyman in, in the uh, TV show, but star spangled kid, he was like a 17 year old kid with a, a ton of money and he went out and he fought crime and his chauffeur slash bodyguard was his sidekick. And everybody used to make fun of poor Pat Dugan because he's this, you know, adult sidekick. So, and yeah, it's, it's really well done. And Skyman was played by Joel McHale, if I'm not mistaken. Another one of the, the I mean, we've got like Dan Harmon references all over the place here. So, exactly. well, um, and Luke, Luke Wilson plays Pat Dugan. Yes. Yes, indeed. He so, was, and he's fantastic. I, I love I as much as I hate his brother, Owen. I like Luke. <laughs> so it's weird. 
All right, one out of two ain't bad. I know. Good for you, Wilson family. Well, I I have to say that um, uh, Dina um, is uh, usually the you know, you know the one of the three of us of me and Max and Dina who you know is looking off and is not interested in pop culture things and you know she has totally uh, bought into Stargirl. She you know I mean what's not to like for you know a tween girl a, the a, a, you know a kick-ass you know teenage girl superhero and and also what i find is that the stories are pretty good and there's a lot of twists and turns and you know dina will turn to me and say oh i can't believe that happened so we've watched all 10 episodes and it's quite the the bonding experience so I, I really enjoy it quite a bit. The the fight scenes are good. The the uh, CGI is good. I don't know how the budget will be now that it's gone from DC Universe to CW, or I don't know if, if that's better or worse. But it, I from what I understand, they've already ordered a second season, and we enjoy it very much. So that would be a, a thumbs up from a from Bat Dad and, and at least one of the Wonder Twins. Max Max wants nothing to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> He'll change his mind. Yeah. Well, you yeah. Know, about, in about two, three years. So yeah. I, I'm still, I'm enjoying your individual reviews of every episode. So I think they're up to what, episode 11 now or something like that? Or 10. We're, up, we're up to 10 now. We're up to 10 now. And, and you know, what happens is that it, it, it's a pretty, they go for pretty deep issues where, you know, um, a, 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 a villain and his son got killed. And I mean, you know, and there was this whole thing about um, uh, the uh, girl who became the new huntress um, had a, um, a sexting uh, issue at school where, you know, so it's pretty mature topics, but they handle it very well. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable enough. Dina's almost 12. She's a very mature kid. I, you know, we, Anything that comes up, we discuss. But I think it's a hit. So, oh God, that that's that's the tough years. That's when your kids become your daughter becomes more mature than you. Yeah, you know, around thirteen when my yeah. daughter all were like, Dad, you're yeah. kind of immature. Yeah. Well, you know, the problem is, is that I'm outnumbered. There's two of them and one of me. So, right. Yeah. But in any case, so the next the next show I wanted to talk about. Uh, and it's not a, a show, but a movie. And this is uh, the movie The Old Guard. Have Have you all seen The Old Guard? Yeah, it, it was. It's weird too because my daughter, my daughter Liz, calls me up on the phone and she said, "You need to watch The Old Guard." And I'm like, eh, "It doesn't sound like something I want to watch." She's like, "Trust me, watch it. Watch it, Dad. You're gonna love it. Loved it." I think they're starting a universe with this. Well, they've certainly set up the universe in, in the last 20 minutes of the movie. So, um, yeah, and um, from what I understand, that um, it's based on a, a series of uh, comics or graphic novels by uh, Greg Rucka, and he not only uh, uh, gave the, you know, the basis of the movie but he wrote the movie as well and was actively involved uh ming mike have, have you seen the old guard i have not it's popped up on my netflix feed saying you've got to watch this i'm like okay that's awesome um but it's got charlie's theron in it so yes. thing with charlie's theron in it i'll watch 
<laughs> I'll watch yeah. her do yeah, laundry. Yeah, Mike, uh, go figure. Yeah, I know. Uh, I will watch her. I'll watch do her laundry. take a shower. I'll watch <laughs> her cook dinner. Oh my god, I'll do that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch her vacuum. I mean, that'd yeah. be great. So, uh, but this is on my queue. So, and uh, the lovely Julia, my wife, has been binging on NCIS. <laughs> which, so, which one? The the first all one. of them? No, just just yeah. <laughs> so we're on season thirteen already, and I mean that's. It's about 8,000 episodes because I think they're like 800 episodes per season. So, or at least it feels like that. So, lucky me, uh, I get to watch NCIS. But I mean, I, I've been branching out. And um, there's a couple that I'm going to throw on here too, just like Ming's got a couple of uh, suggestions after Stu's done. Well, um, I, I'll, I'll just add that, um, you know, it's funny for me because the villain of the old guard. Is an evil, like weird Elon Musk-like um, pharmaceutical CEO, and and uh, you know I, I work in pharmaceuticals, so I was like, going, why do I dislike that guy so much? He's you know, aside from that, he's just a villain. But then I realized through uh, you know internet chatter that the actor who played um, the pharma CEO played um, Harry Potter's. You know, ad adopted brother in the when he was in the Muggle family. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. So, so I was like, why do I hate that guy? And I'm like, well, that must be residual hate from the Harry Potter movies. I don't know. I, I you said Musk like, I was like, wow, and not, and I took out the Elon there, but I'm like, oh, Musk like, nice. I'm like, oh, he smells but, good. Yeah, he smells good, but uh, he's also your boss. So that's why you hate him. <laughs> All right. So, um, uh. Well, actually, I, you know, at this point in time, you know, I'll open up the floor to you guys. I mean, if you had any that you wanted to discuss, I mean, uh, Mike P, have you watched any uh, streaming? Uh, um, oh, episodes? my Lord, have we. We've watched a whole bunch of them. And I mean, my wife only will watch them two at a time. Okay. So we've been watching these shows like. We'll go literally at night. She will put on two shows. And if I want to watch a third one, she'll be, no, no, that's it. We're done. Go to bed. But we've uh, we've been watching Hannah. Have, have you seen Hannah? I have not seen that, but I've heard good things about it. I, I didn't want to watch. That's one of those things I didn't want to watch because my wife was so into watching it. I watched it and I ended up, I loved it. And then that went into like, they recommend something right after you're done watching. So it literally recommended Jack Ryan right after that. So that's what we're watching now. Great, great. Well, I, I think that probably is like the seventh or eighth uh, incarnation of Jack Ryan. So it's it's not bad because I'm going back to the book universe. So okay. I'm watching the stuff happen through the book, and they're they're kind of they're doing it like they did Castle Rock. They're kind of like sort of made like the Jack Ryan universe, and they're yeah. just pulling all the things from it. There's another show too. I but I watch him personally, not my wife. But have you guys watched Norseman? I've I've heard good things about it. It's about funny not. Vikings. <laughs> Mike Bing, nothing. No. Why, why didn't you watch Vikings? <laughs> I mean, because uh, Northman popped up on his like. <laughs> it's like you are not allowed to to watch this. All right, uh, I have not seen it, uh, but it's a Norwegian comedy series. Oh well, all right, that sounds pretty cool. It was funny. It was crack. It cracks me up, and I mean, they oh. just. They just they wherever you think they won't go, they they go. All right, cool. 
Oh, so and this is on Netflix. I see it. So um, yeah, Netflix. It's on the third season. Norwegian comedy starring Vikings. I I could totally get behind that. Right, yeah, that sounds all right to me. Do you have to eat like lutkafisk while you're, you know, <laughs> lutkafisk and, rain, and reindeer? Lutkafisk. I like lutkafisk. <laughs> um, yeah, Ling, lingonberries. Lingonberries and and uh, <laughs> the lingonberry and pancakes. Fish, uh, you know, bleached in lye. Nice. Mm. So yeah, it's a tasty treat. Um, yeah, it sounds like it's fun. Um, yeah, I'm gonna put it on my my much must watch list after Old Guard. Well, they have uh, the next thing after when I when I had watched uh, Old Guard, the next thing they wanted me to watch was something about a nun, and I can't remember the the killer <laughs> nun or Lying nun. Oh, wait a minute, um, uh, warrior, War, nun. warrior, warrior nun. Yeah, Ariola. <laughs> yeah, because they couldn't be more descriptive than that. Jeez, <laughs> it's like a, a Bond villain, or not a Bond villain, a Bond girl's name. Yeah, Ariola nipple. Yeah, Ariola nipple. Like there wow. you go. All right, thank you. Yeah, they're they're not terribly subtle with the, no. the Bond girls. No, why? Yeah, she is a scientist, Mike. Yes, yes, that's weird. So, um, uh, any other uh, Mike that you you uh, have in the queue to watch, or which Mike are you talking? Mike, to? Mike P. Mike P. The, the floor is still yours. Yes, the floor is still yours, my friend. We're patient. Oh, I'm still, like I said, now I have to go and tackle uh, HBO Max now that I know I have it. So I'm going to, and I, I just brought up Doom Patrol to see what that was. And I'm looking at that and I'm going, I got to watch that. You really do. I, I really recommend Doom Patrol. I, I like it quite a bit. So. Why don't you watch Gone with the Wind where they take all the Confederate flags out? They, they don't have that. Yeah. How do you, how do you have Gone with the Wind without Confederate flags? I don't know. I'm just amazed. Let me know. I'm really amazed at this whole world you just unlocked. Curb your enthusiasm. I know. Yeah. Oh, um, you're, you're, you're like so, yeah. Like oh, entourage. I know. You're 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 totally <laughs> now. You're screwed, Mike. Yeah, you are screwed. Yeah, you're now. Any downtime you had, done. Right. Curb your enthusiasm. I'm completely up to date with entourage. Oh, all right. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, Mr. Zafsik, what what uh, what offerings do you have? To, um, in terms of streaming services. You had to ask, didn't you? All I right. did. I certainly did. Here we go, boys. Um, okay. Actually started right here. I'm all ready to write. Uh, Clone Wars. If no one has, I mean, Disney Plus, you got to love Disney Plus. I am going through uh, the Clone Wars because I, I watched the first, it was the first season when it was animated. Remember when it was animated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually animated. I watched that with my kids and we were like, this is really great. And then it went away for like a year or two and then they retooled it. And now it's like 3D animation. Now it's like Clone Wars. Yes. Now it's Clone Wars. And it's amazing. I'm up to season three and a half, like halfway through season three. And it has been phenomenal. If you, if you haven't watched it, please do so. If you're a, a Star Wars fan at any rate. And it gives deeper meaning to you watch Anakin become a warrior, not just a Jedi, but he becomes a warrior and you see some of the things he does. And you're saying to yourself, there's no way that this guy can turn bad. There's absolutely no way. And we know what happens. So we're like, Oh, son of a bitch. Where's JJ <laughs> Abrams with his, you know, time switch. So we can, we can have the good Anakin and the, and the, you know, bad Darth Vader. Um, now, that, Clone Wars also has Darth Maul, a living Darth uh, Maul. Yeah. 
Well, he's he's like a, a Big Mac. You cut it in half, and and you know they both crawl away and and regenerate. Yeah, but you get you still get two delicious sandwiches. Yes, it's true. With secret sauce. Yes. <laughs> so well, didn't you ever hear that they they used to say that McDonald's hamburgers were made with worm meat? So you cut it in half, and it they, they oh, it just regenerates. Yeah, it just regenerates. Oh, man, that, that worm meat's pretty you tasty. Gotta love man. it. Um, I, I actually heard that. I, I, I at one point in time there was that rumor. Of course, and it was probably spread by Wendy's or Mick or uh, Big Mac, uh, Big Burger. That's Burger who. King. Burger King. It was Burger King. Yeah, we know it was. I know it wasn't Carl's Jr. or Jack in the Box, though, because God knows they're not around anymore. Hardee's. I loved Hardee's. But uh, also on Hulu, I've been I watched um, Solar Opposites, another Justin Roiland joint, and um, Aliens Crash Land on Earth. There's their function is to come here and take over the planet or ready the planet for uh, complete destruction, and they're going to take it over. And they're just inept, and they're trying to conform to society, and it's like. It's sort of like the monsters meets E.T. Meets like Alien Nation. Yeah. (laughs) So and it's animated and it's very funny. And they they have like the man cave. Like this guy's got a man cave and they get it messed up. So they call it the man cave. (laughs) So, yeah, it's It's like the planet Arium. Yes. Planet Arium. (laughs) Planet Arium. Planet Ustin. Yes. So that was funny. And what the hell else did I watch? Um, to, 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 besides NCIS, for God's sake, so much <laughs> NCIS. It's never going to so end, though. It's much. still going, right? I know. I'm I'm never getting out of this loop. And, and you know, Mike, there's always crime. Crime doesn't yeah, go away. Crime sells too. Yeah. So, uh, I'm up to date on Brooklyn Nine Nine. I don't have to illegally download. Okay, that's anything. good. That's so good. that's that's always fun. Um. I just love, uh, you know, we we meet a lot of people, and uh, we, and we meet some people like, oh, I'm an actor. Yeah, what have what have you been in? NCIS, like every actor. Yeah, been of course. In NCIS. Sure, you have. Yeah. Who has every? Act, I've like, been in NCIS for like, God's you're next sake. Next line, you should play like Jeez. a dead body or something. Yeah, I was in. Yeah, I can say I was in NCIS. NCIS and Law and Order. Those are the two that it's like you just put it on your resume. People are like. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, well, I'm you, not even gonna you check. And, you and my grandmother. So yeah, what right? else have you done? Oh, your grandma was in. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's what else? Are you done? Uh, comic book man. Comic that, was, book. that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was yeah. seven seasons like that. So, uh, and I, I, uh, I started what um, another one on on your list, Stu, Picard. I've yeah. been watching. Uh, I started watching Picard, and I was never the biggest um, next generation next generation fan. I'm old school. I like the original series, and they they re <laughs> they reuse some of the scripts for um, next generation, but they they carved out their own piece of that universe, which I love. You know, yeah. and I who doesn't love Patrick Stewart for God's sakes? And uh, he looks a little bit more haggard. But I love him. I I mean, I watched Blunt Talk with him. He was fantastic in that, which should be on HBO Max, I think. So you can watch. I'm going to write that down, too. Blunt Talk Talk with, uh, yes, with Patrick Stewart. And, yeah, I I mean, I am behind in a lot of the stuff that I want to watch because we've been busier than hell over here. So, Well, well, that's good. That's good news. So, Yeah, we like that. 
I have to say that, um, you know, I, I like Picard quite a bit too. Um, you know, it hit a lot of the, you know, nostalgia and, 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 you know, being familiar with the whole, you know, um, uh, storyline. I, I think that the only issue is that, uh, there's pretty big holes in a lot of the story. Um, uh, you know, uh, it's just, there's a lot of, if, if you look at, if you look at timing, um, uh, there's, um, issues around the timing of how things happen, but you know, it's still pretty good. It's science yeah. fiction. There's holes in science fiction. Well, it's but, fiction, know, but, not but, true. But, but you know what? You know what? Here you. Uh, all right, all right. Stand back. Um, <laughs> hold Stu's, it back. Stu's, Stu's, Stu's rolling up hold, his sleeve, everybody. everybody. Here, here, here is my basic idea about Star Trek and Star Wars. Star Wars is science fantasy doesn't have to make sense it, it's it's a it's a fable star trek is science fiction and sh and should follow you know if you set up rules about warp drive and all that um you know, it, it should make sense i mean if you want to really get me going let's talk about the mushroom drive and discovery but you know that's a whole nother story that's next on your list. Come on, let's let's stay on topic, Stu. Let's stay on topic. But now, you know I think what, what I want to say about Picard is Allison Pill's forehead. Where where does it end? <laughs> it doesn't. That thing just keeps going. Oh. Holy crap! She's an excellent actress, but I mean, she gives Joel McHale a run for his money. Holy God! Okay, <laughs> so, sorry, Picard. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I like it. What about you? I, I like it as well. I, 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 you know, I think that um, it's enjoyable. You know, it, it says a lot about modern society. And, uh, you know, it, it's just nice seeing those characters back in action. Excellent. Now, Susan. Um, Mike P., have you watched Picard? Yes. And it's what's nice. I like it. I, it's, it's nice. It's, it's whole. I'm trying to let me get this. It's out. lovely. It, Star Trek to me is like comfort food, you know, and, and it always has been because I, I mean, I started watching Star Trek first run. So I was up watching wow. it with my mother. I mean, I was there when I, when, uh, when Kirk kissed uh, Uhura, Uhura and the kiss that was heard around the world. So, I mean, that's every Star Trek has been comfort food from the beginning and, and I keep feeding into it. I wasn't real thrilled with the new Star Trek when they reset the whole timeline to change everything around. Well, but then I liked it. The movie. So you the movie when the they movie, reset yeah. the timeline. But you have to do that unless you're going to, you know, how the hell can you slim down um, Shatner? And can't, can't do it. Can't do it. No. He's there's he's like 80. He's like 80 something years old. Now. He's, he's I mean, close to 90. So, yeah. yeah. There's no more him doing this to okay, people please, and that. Please, please. He, he's notorious for starting uh, internet battles. That, that's Mr. Shatner, you're a very nice individual. You were very pleasant the two times I met you. And please, no flaming or trolling. <laughs> you think he's watching a Shared Universe podcast, dude? He goes, come on, Stu. What's wrong I, with you? I don't know. We could be going viral. We could be going viral. So, we have horses here, Mike. He's not watching. He's not watching. He's us. Not watching yeah, us. I know. And we didn't 
we didn't give him 10 grand, so he ain't watching. He does like horses. So, um, yes, uh, we, talked about, about. we talked about Picard. Should we um, talk about um, uh, the mushroom in the middle of the room uh, discovery now? Yeah, we can. Sure. Why not? I, I, I like discovery. I, I like uh, the characters. I like Saru. I like, you know, um, uh, all of it. I like it very much. What I'm really looking forward to is the idea of strange new worlds, the Pike number one Spock show that they're going to make now, because, um, you know, I have to say that um, um, having Captain Pike on um, the show uh, Anson Mount was incredible. I, you know, really one of my absolutely favorite captains at this point. He's a get, and he was never that great. Uh, I mean, when you look at when you look at Pike, um, you know, historically speaking, except for the movies. He's always been the absentee captain. You know, Spock was loyal to him, but um, so what? Doesn't mean he was a great captain. Doesn't mean he was like in the top 10 of Starfleet captains. The fact that he was, uh, you know, helming the, uh, the Starship Enterprise means he's competent, but he, he didn't stand out. And the only time we saw him was when he was bitching to um, his chief medical officer about you know it's hard being a captain i'm tired you know and then he he starts drinking so i mean that's that was my philosophy in life for many years and it served me horribly but uh maybe it would have worked for him i don't know but we only saw him in in the cage in the menagerie so that's all we had to base who captain pike was now we get uh, to go deeper, which I like. Yeah, I I like it very much. Um, and and you know I, um, obviously there was the the whole situation with the season one. I you know spoiler 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 spoilers mirror universe. Uh, you know Captain, which I I thought was very bold to go with that to to set up this whole situation and then kind of like toss it out but i think that um it was interesting i um uh season two uh kind of the mystery of the the red angel mm -hmm. was um very uh, interesting as well but there was this whole nagging thought of why haven't we heard any of this and you know why has this never been mentioned and then they conveniently decided also spoilers 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 that you know in defeating control they were sent to you know 900 years in the future so I, i'm looking forward to season three i you know i i like the characters that are on um discovery now i'm i'm not crazy i i it, like I said, I wasn't crazy about the whole spore drive technology, but you know, I'm looking forward to it. And I believe that's now coming back in October. If I remember correctly. Uh, they, they actually got that much filmed good for them. So, or they've been doing it in their bathrooms because I, I <laughs> get behind that as well. Or green screen. Yeah, I don't or, care. or it's all just zoom chat. Yeah. That's, that's all, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing is a zoom chat. Yeah. Season three is a zoom chat. 
all right. The one thing that I loved about um, our new Christopher Pike is I don't know if you noticed this, Stu, but he's a bit of a Luddite, which is to me, I, I absolutely get behind that. Hey, you can relate to that. Yes. Well, <laughs> no, not so much. But uh, I mean, Ming, you, well, you can't say that I haven't been getting into more and more technology, but he's a little bit of a, a Luddite in the fact that he's he's not terribly comfortable with all this newfangled stuff and he's old school and just and kirk they, with old school they they show you that because they have like the holographic displays and mm -hmm. he and he's like i don't want any of that rip all that junk out i i just i want the displays the way they used to be which is you know i, I think it's interesting it, it, he's a very interesting character you know, like I said, um, uh, I'm looking forward to the Strange New Worlds uh, series. And, you know, it, it should be a, a delight to see uh, more adventures of, you know, young Spock. So, And I think, I think the actor who played Spock did, did a pretty good job. So, Who doesn't Spock's want to be in all of them? So. Thumbs up. I got so, thumbs so up. The, but the next uh, Star Trek... Um, series that's coming out is a new idea. Um, have you seen the trailer for Lower Decks, the animated show? No, I have not. However, I did hear it's like most of the red shirts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, what it basically is, is um, the, from what I understand, the premise is that after first contact is made, then they send this ship to do second uh, contact where they have to like sign all the forms and do all the contracts. And, and then they have this junior exciting. Um, I, they're really trying hard to be funny. So, which I don't know, I, I, like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll try it out, but um, I don't know a lot along those lines. I think that, um, uh, Ming, uh, do you uh, have any um, streaming um, uh, services that you've been watching? Any new shows that you'd like to describe? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, just uh, Lower Decks uh, debuting on August 6th, I guess next week, and uh, 10 episodes. Uh, yeah, I got two I want to throw out. Um, uh, number one is the uh, the new Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. Uh, don't know if any of you guys have caught that. Not yet. Excellent. Uh, it's, I, you know, I saw that. I was like, all right, the, you know, the I where I remember the old TV series. I turned it on. What was it? Friday nights or whatever. Yes, and it was Robert Stack, and Robert he had that really the the gravelly and, and the overcoat, of course, coming out of the fog. Yeah, and you're like, dude, where the hell did you come from? You know, it's the fog. He's, yeah, he steps out behind, you know, out of the fog, but from like behind garbage cans, and you're like, the hell were you doing back there? Right, but I like that. Mike Zapsik left a podcast on August 6, 1994, and he was never heard from again. I know. And yeah, no one heard. And they're like, what the hell is podcasting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't, I was like, all right, it was cool back in the 90s. Like, how are they going to update this? What is different? You know, why would I want to watch this? And I turned tuned in the first episode and I was hooked immediately. So, which was, which what, what, lay it out what, for what us. was the mystery? Yeah. Oh, there, there's just the dude. He was a Hollywood screenwriter, but he moved to Baltimore to take another job to make ends meet. Mm -hmm. And he was found. Um, it appeared he had jumped off a building uh, and through a roof of a lower building, and that's where he was found. But if you look at where the hole was, there was no way you could have gotten down there unless I get you got dropped from a helicopter or something. Right. They, you know, they they ran all the tests like, and 
his phone was intact like all, so they're like how the hell did this happen was it like a mob hit? Like I really want to know what what the hell so happened. They brought in the the MythBusters team. <laughs> I mean, that like, would be cool. All right, yeah. Here you go. We're gonna do this. That would see. I could get behind that. Like the unsolved mysteries with Adam yeah, and I, what's his name? Oh, with uh, uh with uh, Adam and you know and R.I.P. Grant and Mahara and yeah. and that team for sure. Yeah, That'd that would be great. Cool. Uh, but yeah, now I I got I, I I was all in after the first episode. Nice. And now you so, have you have more questions yeah, than answers. Murders, disappearing people. Uh, there's an alien. There's a UFO episode. I think uh, I think you guys would dig it a lot. Cool. I, I got it. And unsolved mysteries, fun for all ages. Now, <laughs> terrify your children. Ming, is that you know to bring up a, an earlier a theme? Is that the one that William Shatner is the host of? No, that was Rescue Nine One. Or yeah, you're thinking Rescue Nine One One. Yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. No, I mean, who, who's the host of this new? Uh, uh, oh, series? they don't really. They don't have a host. Oh, all right. Well, I thought it was Young Lady. No, they decided to get rid of. It. They were like, we okay. don't need a host. We'll just go right into the story. All right, cool. Um, in the opening yeah. credits, you see a, a silhouette of Robert Stack. So that's kind of they give a oh, nice tribute. little nod. And then you know, you know, it's great about uh, Unsolved Mysteries. The reenactments they do, of course, that not as deep as they did in the '90s, but they do do some reenactments. Ming Chen, you can get on Unsolved Mysteries. Like, if, there you go. Is there, if there was like some, yeah, I guess I could. So sure. next season, um, so that was one of them. Uh, the other one that I started and have not finished, and I don't know if I'm going to, is Space Force. Uh, Steve oh, Carell and uh, 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 thumbs I, up. Yeah, you liked it. I yeah, I loved it. Going then, I um, I I I, uh, I started watching The Office over quarantine. I'd never seen it before. Shockingly enough, got way into it. And yeah, you know, I was watching Space Force. I was like, you know what? I'd rather just watch The Office uh, again. Yeah, that's what my and kids that's, said. And that's what I did. What's well, so, The Office in space? I. I I watched a lot of TV because I watched Space Force too, um, and um, in, in general, I liked it. Yes, and um, you know it, it, the actors are great. I mean, they're 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 doing a great job. You know, it, it's very entertaining. But um, you know, not to you know to you know poop on things, but there's huge huge problems with the writing on that one as well i mean it's just it, it, you have to have a there's a lot of suspension of disbelief and uh things happen that you're like that can of and it's science fiction but once again it's just it's hard to suspend disbelief i personally i feel the writing may have been a little rushed i don't know if they had some kind of like uh, deadline. Yeah, you had, what it felt like. like. <laughs> Listen, COVID's coming. You got 15 minutes to finish that up. Uh, yeah, well, yes, and I kind of feel like the I don't what I don't know the writers' room. They're like, oh yeah, this might be funny. Like there are a lot of inside jokes that might have been only funny to them. That's my personal feeling, and maybe didn't translate out to a wider audience. But I, 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 liked it. I really liked it. But I like Steve Carell. I love Steve Carell, but yeah, Steve Carell is great, but. Yeah, it's just overall as a show. So I, yeah, I mean, granted, I have not finished it yet, so maybe, maybe it hits a stride later on. But uh, those are my initial impressions for sure. Hey, I gotta ask you guys a question about sure, get, just getting back to Star Trek real quick. Okay, Orville, have you guys watched the Orville? Yes. Do you like it? I I think that uh, Seth MacFarlane does a very good job. I've only seen season one. It's a love. It's a, it's like a love story. I mean, it, he's like in love with Star Trek. Oh, he very much is, and I think he even pitched a Star Trek movie. 
Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I might be mistaken. Somebody out there like Nick Franco, um, you can know, confirm this, yes, confirm or, or deny this. So, yeah, uh, I, I think he did pitch, and the closest he came was the Orville. I, I watched the first season and I thought it was very well done. And, uh, this is the case where when they set up the rules of the Orville universe. They actually followed the rules, so I like that part. So you know, even though there were thing crazy things that happened, it was within the rule system that they had set up. So like you know, they were playing D and D. They played D and D. They didn't. They didn't bend the rules. So yeah, yeah. That's I think that's fair. Fair to say. So uh, and. Um, I'm sorry, I interrupted Ming. I just now, now I need to know what the other one was. Oh so, no, those are the two unsolved mysteries and Space Force were the two uh, uh, I've been watching or trying to watch. Now, have you guys watched the War of the Worlds on Epics? Dude, I don't have. How many streaming services do you think we I, have? I, I here? know. I love Mike. Mike <laughs> P's like, oh, I'll save money by cutting the cord, and now he's spending five hundred dollars yeah, on know. streaming I'm, services. Yeah, what's going on, Mike? At least he's got ones he doesn't even know he I had. know. You're like, I've I've got streaming services falling out my butthole. Let's it's go not on. falling out my butthole, but Epix is free on my cable system. Oh my so, god! Well, and, that's pretty awesome. But it's uh, they, they they did a War of the Worlds, which was like a reimagining. It was actually pretty good. Awesome. Uh, I haven't, and I'll check my streaming services. I doubt I have it though. I uh, well, I have I have cable. I have real cable, like with nice. the thing that plugs in. Oh, I've got one of those. It's fiber optic, but it's still cable. Yeah, but no, I, I had no idea this even existed. How yeah, is where it, the world's awesome. It's 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 actually it's French and. Uh, it, oh, then you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, then I, I will absolutely. Mike hate hates it. the French. <laughs> Mike does not hate the French. Not all of them. Come on. It, it just I'm telling you, it takes place in in Europe, and it just has. It's a reimagining of the entire thing, like the because like the one that Tom Cruise did was just heartbreaking. It was horrible. Oh, everything that Tom Cruise does is heartbreaking. Well, Please. actually, that might be episode nine. The terrible things that Tom Cruise does. <laughs> who knows? There you I mean, are. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's an- right, we'll get Sandy Newton on for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I heard that uh, online that um. Uh, they had to. He made her switch roles and redo the scene and uh, and perform that way. And she's like, "I have no idea why that happened. It was crazy, but you know, it was Tom Cruise." So, yes, this uh, this looks really cool, Mike P. Uh, I'm I'm I don't have epics, but uh, I'll I'll find ways to watch this. Yeah, it, I'm okay. telling you, I was I was surprised, and there was six episodes. And it was, I mean, they have, the acting was good. The special effects were good. And the premise they took on it, they took a whole different premise of the attack than, uh, than it did. That was, uh, they were using, uh, oh God, the, uh, the attack with the, oh, the electric magnetic field where they put it out and uh, EMPs and yes. That okay. Cause it wouldn't have had that much of an effect back when he wrote war of the worlds back in 1889 or whenever. So yeah, HG Wells was ahead of his time. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely was. He was uh it was a good one. It was it was really it was good and I enjoyed the hell out of that one. 
Now, did you guys watch The Expanse? I did not, but I've heard good things about that as well. I've also heard good things about the <laughs> never mind. You know, I was gonna say the originals, but is that still going on? I, I think it ended, but I mean I'm so far behind on my my streaming services. And I, I still have to check, Mike P, if I've got ones that my wife signed us up for like decades ago. Well, we have we have we now have the Hulu, we have the Disney, the Hulu, the, the Di- Hulu. The Netflix. The Netflix. The Netflix. We have uh, we have ESPN Plus, and I don't even know how to get it. I, it's part of some you have because my son loves soccer. Yeah. Because I was that, thinking that your son could watch uh, baseball on that, Stu. That, that's something that I have to get because Max is quite the sports aficionado, so I need to be able to get him to be able to watch the baseball games. Yeah, because uh, there's a package with Hulu where you get ESPN Plus and you get Disney, and it's like twelve bucks. I, uh, I, sent, I sent Stu my pirate sports site. Oh my god! I don't know if you tried it out, Stu. Actually, it worked quite well. Well, well don't yeah. don't admit it on on camera. We're just gonna neither, that'll be all neither, edited out. I will neither confirm or deny any pirate. You know, Mike P, we're going out live, so we'll not be edited out. I didn't say the site. I'm just saying if you look, right. you don't have to look that hard. They're out there. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm just saying. I got gotcha. you. Listen, I've spent enough money on MLB that, uh, you know. Uh, they uh, owe you. They don't, Well, they owe me nothing. They right? owe you. They owe me nothing. Um, Stu, you have on here uh, the show that you watched and you were ashamed that you liked, which would be Tiger King. And... Uh, I'm in that. I'm not ashamed that I'm I sorry, Ming. It's breaking up a little oh, bit. I'm sorry. You talked about the show that you watched and that you were ashamed that you liked. Your guilty pleasure. Yeah. My, yes. All right. I watched all of Tiger King and then I went and I listened to all the podcasts of Tiger oh. King and I feel dirty. Uh, I, 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 I have no idea. I could have done so much more productive things with my time and i got into sucked into the tiger king phenomena it's nothing wrong with that i mean you and the rest of the world nothing yeah. wrong with that almost the rest of the world and uh yeah except for mike mike's the lone holdout he, i i am one of the lone holdouts for tiger king i tried to watch the first episode and i have never watched a full episode i watched i think eight minutes of it my wife and I both watched where we were. Uh, it was like, yeah, it was, it, it felt scummy. You could not turn away. Yeah. I, he but turned I away. did. He turned I away. I did turn away. I, listen, this boils down to, uh, and this is the formula for hit TV. We love watching people that are more horrible than us. Of course we do. Yeah, Why do you love think it. Seinfeld made it to nine seasons? Sure. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, my uh, God. The yes. Office. Yes. Uh, you know, I, uh, 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. Horrible love people. these shows. The Bachelor. He, the Bachelorette. People are horrible. Curb your enthusiasm. Yes. Yes. And they, they, make seasons. they make us feel better about ourselves. Yes. I'm it. not that bad. But then you add the ad- added element of two competing tiger sanctuaries. Yeah, right. And, you know, murder and int- murder, murder for hire. Semi. I killed her husband, for God's sakes. Yes. And, and weird streaming internet shows and all this stuff. And you, you have a formula for greatness right here. I guess. Uh, well, <laughs> it, it, not it, greatness, but uh, ratings grabber. It worked out in like for Carol, them, yes. Carol Baskin's making 100 grand a 
day on Cameo. Like, God bless, God bless them all. Sure. I guess so. Does and, uh, they're what? all taking advantage of these tigers? They're and, all yeah, the of the tigers. Yeah, they're all losers. Yeah, for sure. Sorry. So, uh, but good pick, Stu. Good pick. That you should not feel any shame over that. All righty. Well, um, uh, it's been a pleasure, gentlemen. Um, thank you very much for uh, participating. Did it get real dark at Stu's house? I a little bit of uh, internet connectivity <laughs> problems. Either so, that or Stu's spending all his money on streaming services and no light bulbs. <laughs> I'm going to send you a 10-pack of light bulbs, Stu. Yeah, well, Amazon, you some light bulbs. And uh, oh, oh, oh. that's pretty much it. Go uh, screw yourself, wait, Mike. <laughs> so did, did Stu pay for all his streaming services? But did he pay for his internet? I'm not really. I'm sure. not sure about that. And He's you need electricity. You do. You need electricity, Mike, to to run your stuff. So he's oh got the streaming God. services, no electricity to run it by. Yeah. Well, on behalf of Stu Greenberg, check out Stewing It on the Show Nearest <laughs> Podcast. He's Network, trying to join us back. And he is back. I'm there, back. There he is. I left my own show. I That's promise fine. you, I did pay the bills. Okay, so I don't know what's going on. We're worried. Troopers, uh, when the when the he's talking to his parents, and all of a sudden the the screen goes dead, and he realizes that you know uh, they all got wiped out. Buenos Aires is gone. Yeah, we're yeah. War, we're going to war. Yes. <laughs> so took um, my kids to see that movie. I'm a great. That, that was smart. Did, did you? Did you? Was there just a um uh? A reference to that bug movie, yes, the, the bug, bug movie. Which one am I? What was that movie now? Starship Troopers, the thinly veiled uh, Nazi propaganda movie. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yes. So, yes, much like a Buenos Aires, I I was out. So, but in any case, um, gentlemen, it, uh, it was a pleasure speaking with you. I certainly appreciate your participation and uh, your feedback. Um, for people who uh, liked what we did, please send me a message. If you don't like, I, I don't care to know. And if you want a, a sticker and you can give me a good reason for having a sticker, you can send me a, a message and I will send you a stewing it um, podcast sticker. Okay. I love stickers. Thank you for sending. Some oh, 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 I didn't get a sticker. It's on, it's on its way. I'm, you know, work with me. I'm a busy guy. You know, I I'm hey, doing uh, a Did you not see his list of stuff that he's got to watch every day? Oh yeah, come on, exactly. Mike. Yeah. Uh, you know, I watched the old guard, Mike. Instead of sending you stickers, I'm sorry. And he watched Charlie's there in vacuuming. Yeah, I would definitely watch her doing anything. <laughs> Duly noted, my friend. Duly noted. All righty, boys. Thanks so much for having us on, Stu. Mike, and, and, pleasure. And next oh, time I get better lighting. I get better lighting, too. Very nice. Episode one of those ring lights. In the books. In the books, Stu. Okay. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks, Stu. Thank, Thank you, everybody. You. <laughs>